This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for joining me this morning on Exploring Mind and Body. I always appreciate you being here and checking out the show, whatever we have going on. Now, I got to tell you, <laughs> I don't know if I sound a little funny, but my nasals are really bugging me. And at this time of year, where I'm living at, up here in Calgary, Alberta, is they've got these poplar trees that kind of release some fuzz or I don't know what they call it. They pollinate or whatever. And it drives me nuts. Like, And I've never really had allergies before, which is kind of odd. But just over the last couple of years, I suppose I developed them. And I feel like I want to pull my eyeballs out and scratch the back of them. So I'm not really sure what to do about that because, you know, it's so troubling. I want to go outside and, of course, I'm doing workouts outside now and that's bugging me. I crack open the windows in the morning or sleep with the windows in the morning with the windows open and that kind of bugs me. So... That's what I'm dealing with right now. I know chamomile helps with nasal congestion. I'm not sure with allergies. And then I use the neti pot in the morning as well. I think that helps a little bit. I put essential oils under my nose, but nothing's really making a whole lot of difference. And it's really, like I said, it's driving me crazy. I don't really know what to do about it. I'm not one to take pills for, you know, whatever you're going to do for it. But so anyways, that's where I'm at right now. That's why I may sound a little different or or like I just woke up or I don't know, (laughs) nasally. And uh, so today I'm going to talk about why I don't take pills and I don't take vitamins and all that, like you heard in the title. But just a quick word from this cool company that I just ran into on Instagram. And it's called In Love With Your Body Care or sorry, In Love With Body Care dot com. And I just met Sarah online and she's like, hey, I love what you're doing. Will you check out our product? And she didn't actually ask me to review it or anything, but she sent me some product. I sent her a Detoxify Yourself book. It is a cool kind of connection. I really enjoyed networking like that. And she sent deodorant. Now, you know what? A lot of times we put toxins on our body and we don't realize it. So toxic deodorant, toothpaste, hairspray, lotion, soap, all that stuff. We think it's cleaning our body, but it's actually putting more toxins, putting more stress in our body and on our body. So anyways, I just thought it was a, a cool company. They've got a fantastic story. I think it's just the kids that are running the business and decided to make these products. So they have lip balm and they really specialize in deodorant. But anyways, I highly recommend you check them out. You know, you try a number of different deodorants and the natural ones that don't always seem to work or ever seem to work. But I've tried this a couple times and it does work. So head over to inlovewithbodycare.com. Maybe we'll do more stuff for them. I'd love to have a, an affiliate link or maybe put them on the show more often. But anyways, check them out and find some good quality body care that's non-toxic. All right, so in this show, I'm going to talk about why I don't take vitamins or supplements. And I know that's, well, I don't know if that's shocking to you, but I know when I say that, people look at me like I've three heads like when what do you mean you don't take supplements and I'm like what do you mean you do take supplements (laughs) so I suppose it goes back and forth a little bit but see I grew up in a very supplement heavy world if you will so in the athletic world you take supplements for everything you take supplements for your joints supplements for your eyesight you take supplements for did I say joint care? Like you can take fish oils, you can take that 
uh, mitochondrion, I think that's the word, or MSM. There's all kinds of different things. I used to have a fishing box, <laughs> tickle trunk, <laughs> entire medicine cabinets full of supplements. And that's how it was in the athletic world. Well, actually, that's how I was. I wouldn't say everyone was like that, but that's how I felt like I could find an advantage in the athletic world, in the fitness world, by filling my body with supplements. And I don't know, like I would read the muscle and fitness magazines. I would read the flex magazines. And we were in the mindset of the bigger you were, the better athlete you were. So the more muscle you had, I don't know how, where you, the faster you would be because everyone wants to be bigger, stronger, faster. And then there's just all kinds of nonsense going around. Like I would sit in the hotel room when someone was sticking a needle in their behind and that's reality. And people look at you funny, but that's how it was. And it, if it wasn't pills, it was, it was just the steroid era. And it, you know, it kind of bugs me about uh, baseball, the actual sport that that was allowed. Everyone knew what was going on, especially in the professional level. And of course we knew what was going on. So they said, we said, well, if they're doing it, you know, why don't we do it? Now, I do want to be clear, I didn't take any performance-enhancing drugs, but I did take tons and tons of supplements. So there I was, and, and I, was, I was in the mindset of, if I'm not good enough, I did feel it was cheating in a way. I wasn't really mad at my teammates. I wasn't angry that anyone was taking it. But I did feel like this is my natural ability, <laughs> I suppose, with tons of supplements. But if I'm not going to go any further, it's going to be because of my natural ability, not because of any kind of external circumstance or some sort of cheating, if you will. So I would spend hours and hours in the gym and in the kitchen, and I was always reading magazines and finding new workouts. And that was kind of where I based around my book, Detoxify Yourself, is it's around just eating, you know, normal, I would say normal food. You can buy food in a conventional grocery store that didn't cost a whole lot of money. It didn't cost a whole lot of time to prepare because I was in college and you know what it's like to be a college student. You're either in the classroom or on the field. And I would get up at, I would leave the house at seven in the morning or 7.30 in the morning. I would get back at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And my last workout would be 10 o'clock in the evening. Not only did I enjoy working out in the evening, but I also didn't have, there was no time in the day because I was either on the field or going to school or I was really worked hard. I really tried, really tried in school and I would be in the library many times as well, just studying and going over notes and writing papers at the last minute. <laughs> I was definitely a last minute type of person. And then so because of who I became, I became this fitness type of guru type, if you will, in college and university because I was always <laughs> popping some kind of, I would have these huge horse looking pills and they were just called amino acids. And you would choke them down because they're supposed to help you build muscle, recover quicker. And that's what I felt I needed. So like I said, I had all, I had all this, these pills and, and supplements and that's what I felt I needed. And people would come to me. They'd say, well, what do I need for this? Or how can I recover quicker? And, and it was kind of cool, a cool story for me is not too long ago, well, probably a year ago, I guess a friend said, hey, what kind of supplements do I need for this? And I was like, uh, I don't really know. And he said, what do you mean? You don't know. He's like, you used to be my go-to guy for supplements. And I said, that's right. I used to be, didn't I? I didn't even realize it. And I said, well, I don't take supplements anymore. And he said, what do you mean you don't take supplements? <laughs> I said, well, I just eat food. <laughs> and he's like, what? 
<laughs> he's like, what do you mean eat food? So that's not a super exciting conversation, <laughs> but that was the just of it. And I, I just don't like, I think that there's so many different ways that we can supplement our body properly with food, with whole food, with natural food. So here I am in, in university and I was, I'm not sure if I was at the peak at that time. I always got better each year. And I would say I peaked late, later in life and my sport. But what I'm saying is, is that I was about 215, 220 pounds. Of, I'm about 5'10", almost 5'11", so not that all that tall. But I was this a brick house, like just a giant, and people kind of looked at me like, and I used to lift heavy weights. And just because I thought that that was what I was supposed to do, like I'm going to get bigger. And then men have a different kind of concept than women. I think women see themselves in the mirror as overweight majority of the time. And then men, especially men that work out, we don't see, you like you see a skinny person in the mirror. <laughs> you, you do, and I know that sounds crazy to a lot of people, but when you look in the mirror as a male lifting weights, you, you're looking all the time. You, you go to the gym and you see those guys flexing in the mirror. <laughs> well, they don't know how big they are. They really don't. They don't know how much muscle they have. They don't know how much progress they made. Their only mindset is keep getting bigger, keep lifting heavier. And that's what my mindset was. That's why I know that because it didn't matter how big I was. And that's often why I talk about goals because I understand what it's like to not really understand how to set a goal. So I had no end point. There was no end for me to get big enough. That's why I was far too big to play my position. I was a giant. There's no one. I played second base for a little bit and they're usually about a buck 50. <laughs> they're usually just little guys. And then I played center field for most of my, my career in the outfield. And they're, they're usually tall and lean, maybe even a little skinny. And of course, it was different in the, in the steroid era, I call it, or wherever you're at. But I was just a huge individual. And that's not what I needed to be at my position. But I didn't know any better. And I couldn't see myself any differently. So that would have something to do with body image as well. But you just keep lifting and lifting and it becomes an obsession. And so did the supplements. So I just kept putting more supplements in my body. Like there was creatine before workouts. There was post-energy workouts that gave me horrible headaches. Then there was uh, glucose after workouts to heal my muscles. And it was just endless. It was endless. And you know what the thing is? People ask me, you know, if I feel how I feel. Actually, not people. One lady asked me because her child was a, is a young athlete. And he says, she said, do you have any pain? Do you have any aches? Like, what kind of damage did you do on your body? And you know what the thing is? I, at least at this point in my life, I'll never know. I don't think I'll ever know. But at least at this point, I don't know how much damage I put on my body. Now, in the athletic world, you put a, a ton of stress on your body mentally. It's incredibly mentally taxing as a professional athlete. And I'd imagine it gets worse as you get higher up or harder to deal with. And then on your physical body. So just think about the things that we do. So you throw in baseball, throwing, for example, is not a natural motion. So tons of people that I know deal with shoulder surgery. And then you could look at women, for example, that throw the, not softball, but the fast pitch, I think it's called, Sorry, ladies, I should probably know better, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like the windmill type of pitching, and that's a natural movement, so you don't see women, for example, that play that sport for most of their lives, like Olympic athletes, for example. You don't, check out Jenny Finch if you want to know, know what I'm talking about. You can just type her name into a search engine, and you'll see what kind of sport I'm talking about. When I was growing up in, or playing, she was the most famous hardball player, but what I'm saying is, is that there was so, there's so much 
taxation on your body. So I would be, I would dive all the time. That takes a toll on your body. You get hurt. You're in, you pull a muscle. That takes a toll on your body. You're gr- often grinding joints. So that's why professional athletes, they have trainers that pump them full of all kinds of nonsense. They have their own tackle boxes full of supplements. They're always looking for an edge. And that alone weighs on your body it puts stress on our body so you know you see if you watch the nba playoffs just passed at this time the golden state warriors just won the championship i'm not sure if any of my listeners any of you are interested in that but you see 35 year olds it's the spurs the san antonio spurs are my favorite team i, I love tim duncan i watched him in college at playing at wake forest and i, I watched them play with the admiral <laughs> mr robinson and they came up together and Tim Duncan's near the end of his career, but I think he's only 39. And everyone's talking about how he's able to play at this age. <laughs> and I'm like, he's 39 years old. And that, well, to me, that's young. And that, that has so much to do with the perception or perception of sports. So you're just naturally expected to decline in age at about 34, 35. Football's worse. It's like 31 or 32. You're getting old. <laughs> especially depending on what position like a running back that's that's old you don't want to find anyone that's 33 because they're not going to last but i be- i really believe that they're per- not not only the wear and tear on their body of course but i also believe that they expect that they expect their age much like we do in regular society not just <laughs> their professional sports not just in the nfl that they expect their health to decline at that age because that's just expected like you're supposed to decline your your career is almost over at that age and you know like i'm saying tim duncan he's only 39 some of the other guys that i watch like at ginobili i think he's only 36 tony parker's 34 somewhere around there and they're they're getting an old in age for the nba so but it takes but what i'm saying is it takes such a toll on your body so you see them on the sidelines icing their knees <laughs> Which, which is which is a little comical to me because I feel they're quite young, but it makes sense because there's so much pounding on their joints and their muscles and their ligaments. There's so much damage happening that they they are their bodies will literally age at a higher rate than the average person that's not putting their body through that much kind of stress. So what I'm saying is is that it's a whole big picture, not just in the athletic world, but in the fitness world, like runners, for example, they have a, a difficult time with joints as they get older. And I'm not exactly sure how that works. I believe it does have to do with mindset as well, but you because you have runners that run till they're you know quite old and actually runner running is kind of an older type of sport i would say you have 40 50 60 year old people that are i don't know if 60 year olds are running ultra marathons i'm sure you have a handful but 40 it's not uncommon to have 40 year olds running marathons i think it's more common to be honest with you to run more but that that running takes a a major toll on joints so it's just sports and activities in general now i hope that doesn't sound like i'm deterring you from working out there's so many benefits to working out what i'm saying is when it comes to supplements and that lifestyle as a whole it could take a toll on your body and I don't believe that we need supplements. I think it, for the most part, they put more pressure, more stress on our body. So that's why I look to food. So someone will say, what do you take for that? And I said, well, I, I, eat, I eat food. <laughs> and they said, well, what do you take for that? I said, well, I, I just eat a meal. 
<laughs> but my my you have to look at my mindset. My mindset is entirely different than maybe the average type of person. So first of all, I believe food heals, food cures, and food prevents. And now I say that over and over again, and I'll continue to because that's what I believe. Now, I also believe we as a society don't eat enough food for that to happen. And if we were to nutritionize our body properly, our bodies would be much much more able to fight off disease. Our immune systems would be stronger. We'd have more energy. Our minds would be clearer. And it's all based around food. I really believe somewhere around 80-20, 80-20% of nutrition to fitness. So fit, nutrition, for example, it never ends. You, nutrition is all day long. Fitness could be an hour, or it depends how extreme you are. It could be half hour in the morning, hour in the afternoon. When I was training during the off season, I would train three times a day. I would say that's extreme, but I'm not quite sure who you would compare that to. So I would do different types of workout in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening, but I would be eating throughout the day because I was burning so many calories and my body's being worn down. I always had to replenish and put more nutrients into my body so I could recover quicker and put less stress on my body. And unfortunately, we we as a society don't eat enough food. And, and, and there's a two-headed monster there. We don't eat enough food and we don't eat enough quality food. So you could eat 4,000 calories quite easily. I think you could sit down in one sitting at a fast food joint and eat almost 2,000 calories. And then, so are you going to say, oh, I eat 2,000 calories. I can have one more of those meals and I'm going to be healthy. I can be able to fight off dis-ease. No, you're not. You're encouraging it. (laughs) So we need to put quality food in our body. And when I say uh, I eat often and I put a lot of nutrients into my body, I'm about 192 pounds, 95 pounds, somewhere around there. And that's where I want to be at right now in my life. And uh, that's just where I feel comfortable with. I feel confident. And that was my goal. In some of the past shows, I talked about how I was able to gain weight with just plants and how I was able to maintain weight at the level I wanted to be at. And I, I don't want to be a big giant anymore, but I just felt I just feel more comfortable. I feel comfortable at 188 as well. And then I just felt... It's, it's a mindset, of course. It's just a silly scale. I just wrote a pretty cool blog post that I'll share at another time about the least accurate measure of progress. And that's going to be at trueformlife.com, but it's not published at this time. But what I'm saying is, is that I feel a little more confident. I don't feel a whole lot of confident or 180 or a little less. It, it has nothing to do with anything but my own perception or perception of weight or perspective. I just feel better at about 192 where I'm sitting at right now. So I want to maintain that because I feel good at that. I feel like I can do more body weight exercises. I feel like I uh, just have a better image of when I look in the mirror. I feel confident of what I see and Again, that's all perception. But, but what I'm saying is that's how I set a, set my diet around what I want to eat. Now, everyone's different. So what, what I'm going to tell you about how many times I eat or what I eat, it could not be for you or that's not going to make you gain 10 pounds or be is not going to turn you into a 190-pound male with a shaved head. <laughs> that's not going to turn you into that just because... You're going to eat this food. (laughs) I'm saying is that we need to eat smaller meals throughout the day to keep replenishing our body, keep healing our body, keep keeping it stronger. And and so we don't need different types of supplements. I'll get into more supplements. But when when I get up, I have a, a relatively large breakfast. 
I guess it depends on what you call large, but uh, then I have a, I get hungry around 11 o'clock, 1130, and then I'll eat again. Two, two or three o'clock, I eat five, I have a dinner, uh, some kind of dinner. Then in the evening, I have a, another food, and that's just normal. That, that's normal, and I understand that's not normal to everyone. That sounds like a lot of food, but that's just me explaining on how I feel, why I don't need supplements in my life. I don't need a protein source, and when I say supplements, I, I do take complete truth protein. That's my design. That's my company. I believe in it 100% and I use it. So that I wouldn't call it a conventional supplement. It's only whole food in an easy to use <laughs> format. So it's just a powder. So if you want an easy way to get a meal in, then I take Complete Truth. That's why I designed it for myself and for my clients. If you want to go to completetruthprotein.com slash shop, you can get 20% off if you like to try it, you can get a one pound bag, two pound bag. We have a couple different products there. You can get 20% off to check it out and see what you think. But that's something that I take and I wouldn't call it a supplement. I, I, I call it a whole food supplement, but I wouldn't call it a conventional supplement because it's not conventional. <laughs> it's just food. And that's what I believe our, our body utilizes, recognizes, and absorbs food at a higher rate. And so we're putting all these supplements, we're putting these pills and powders. And many times our body is like, what are you doing to me? Because our body, there's no way our body could process half the things. Think about, if you want to talk about process, think about the processing stage of half of those types of vitamins and powders that they do to make them in the form that they are. Think about the processing states for a second. And then think about your body trying to recognize it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of my body. I just think it makes me laugh because I think of my body <laughs> reacting to this nonsense that we put. That like, could you imagine if your body could talk? Well it does all the time. It says I'm I'm tired and when I put that horrible pre workout stuff in to my body and it gave me a horrible headache, my body was like, Stop, please stop and I just kept doing it because I was like, This is gonna make me work out stronger. I'll deal with the headache later. <laughs> and I think that we have that mindset. We have that mindset of, I'll do this now and I'll deal with the side effects later. We used to say, laugh now, cry later. And that was that was a, a tough mindset of living an unhealthy lifestyle in many different ways. But what I'm saying is, is that if we look at right now, you know, sometimes when I, I'm we're working with a client and we're talking, I'm doing, we're doing, I'm doing this online coaching, and they say, well, I have this going on in the future, or I have have to do this next week, and I and I say, I say, I'm talking about right now. What can we do right now to make a change? We can worry about next week, next week. And I'm not against entirely against planning, but when I'm working with someone, I want to make changes right now. I want to see what we can do to take action today because so often that that's what we're thinking about. Just like that, the headaches I used to get or the side effects that you get from any kind of medication or the pills you're taking. We say, that's going to change my state. That's going to change my state and I'll worry about the side effects later. But what about right now? What's going on right now in your life that's going to cause more difficulties, more stress on your body, more strain? And I suppose you could look at the other end of the coin as well, <laughs> the other end or the other side of the coin is when you look at supplements, how much damage they're going to do to you in the future. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever know how much damage that all those supplements have done on my body. But I also told this lady that asked me, she, she asked me, I talked said it earlier in the show, she said, how much, do you know how much damage your body has gone through? And and I said, no, but on the other side, again, on the other side of the coin, <laughs> then you can look at the lifestyle of now. I live a very low stress life. 
I don't have a whole lot of stress in my life. I don't put stress on my body. I don't put toxins on my body. I don't put any of those pills or supplements in my body. I don't put any processed food in my body. So that's a little different. If you have someone that put a whole lot of strain and pressure on their body, I could probably guarantee about 60 to 80% of the people I played with live a very toxic lifestyle right now just because that's the way we lived you know we would grab some chewing tobacco or we'd grab a beer and then I know some people that are working construction right now that I work and there's nothing wrong with that I worked construction for years but I'm just saying that's a difficult lifestyle and I feel like because of the path that I chose I can live a healthier lifestyle and those kinds of uh, I wouldn't say injuries, but side effects or the things that the toll that my body has taken at a younger age, I can, I'm not, I'm not able to see them because I live healthy and you can, I've always, I feel that you can cure yourself. You can heal, heal yourself and we generate new cells all the time and we're always healing our bodies and we need the food to do that. So when I'm talking about the different kinds of things that, that we put in our body, it's just, it's just the industry as a whole. Like we could look at we can look at all kinds of different industries. You know, I talked about Health Street on another show when I brought in Rick. He talked about naturally lowering your cholesterol. And like Health Street, for example, it's a store that you could go into. It's a health food store you can go into and you could know every product in there is clean. And you could trust who you're talking to. And you could understand You can understand better what you're taking. So conventional health food stores aren't entirely different than conventional grocery stores. You go in there, you, you hardly have anyone that knows what they're talking about, if there's customer service at all. And then you, the products that you're taking, it's usually the best margin, margin for the store, <laughs> or it's usually the cheapest, I guess margin, cheapest for them to buy or the longest shelf life, for example. It's not the best quality for your body. And that's what I would be worried about. And now it's not my goal in life to go around and look at every single ingredient on a supplement. That's not what I want to do with my life. I don't want to go and look at how every vitamin and mineral is processed and put into bottles and then brought to a health food store. I don't want to do that. I suppose I could if I wanted to, but like I said, you could go to Health Street, for example, and they'll do that for you. But that's that, but you're not going to find that. How often are you going to find that or see that from a health food store? Or how often can you trust who you're talking to and actually talk to a practitioner and say, here, this is not going to harm you? And although I'm grateful that we have that in town, and, and if I do take any supplements, which rarely happens anymore, never happens pretty much, <laughs> is that that's, that's somewhere I can go. And like I said, although I'm grateful for that, that's not something I want to do every day or if I don't want to fill my cupboards. So right now in my cupboard, if you look at what I have for, I call it my medicine cabinet. So I have a number of superfoods. I have goji berries. I have bee pollen, I have hemp seeds, I have cheese seeds, I have complete truth protein, I have cacao, mac, those are mac, I have all superfoods in my cabinet. So that's part of my medicine cabinet. And then the shelf above, these are all in glass jars, by the way. I love glass jars. So you can look at, this like plastic, <laughs> my next shelf is teas. So I have chamomile tea to help you sleep and to help with uh, nasal congestion. I have a number of different green teas to fight off dis-ease and energize and antioxidants. I have anti-inflammatory tea. The list goes on. I have bilberry tea for your eyesight. I have all kinds of different things in my medicine cabinet to improve my lifestyle, improve my health. And, and when I say medicine cabinet, I'm just talking about my cupboard with superfoods, teas, herbs, natural things that are going to improve my lifestyle, my life, my health, and not put stress or strain 
on my body. And I learned, when you look at you look at companies and health food, unfortunately, health food companies aren't a whole lot of different, different than regular companies. Just have a look. That's why I designed Complete Truth Protein because I couldn't believe the number of ingredients on the back of bottles and containers and all this stuff they put in that says it's going to help you digest better. It's going to help you absorb better, all this nonsense. And <laughs> just go ahead and look at some of them and don't put them in your body. Those were not meant to be consumed by human beings or any other being for that matter. It was chemical nonsense that was manufactured in a lab and now we pollute our bodies with it. So I'm, wrap, I'm wrapping up here, I'm losing my voice. So what I'm saying is is that I personally choose not to use supplements or even vitamins. I look to food in different forms. Now I'm not saying you should do that. I'm not saying don't use any supplements anymore. Stop taking vitamins, stop trying to improve your health. All I'm saying is that's what I don't do. I don't. And that's why, and I explained through this show why I don't. So that's my perspective on even, maybe even using less and looking to food. But then you have to look at the flip side of the coin is if you're eating enough food to help your body. And I, and I don't think that most of us are. I don't think most of us are eating often. We don't have tons of antioxidants and plants going in your body. I hope that doesn't sound like I, I feel like I'm, I'm better than you. I would love to help you eat more eat more plant-based food and, and nutritionize your body and improve your health in many different ways. I'd love to help you with that. If you'd like me to, I will. But what I'm saying is, is that I think that us as a society as a whole, we don't do that. So it's difficult for our bodies to fight off disease, to gain energy, to sleep better. We're not eating the food we need to to fuel our bodies and, and, and help our bodies heal. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe maybe you need to have some supplements and vitamins. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that at times it's doing the opposite. It's causing more stress on our body than you can look at the cheapest supplement on the rack. Many times the supplements we buy on the discount rack in the pharmacy, they're discounted for a reason. <laughs> and they're $4.99 for a reason for six months supply because they're not going to do anything unfortunately again my perspective not yours i just hope i give that i give you a different kind of view a different idea of what you know the way i live and what i believe in because i don't think we need tons of supplements for any reason again my perspective but i do appreciate you being here with me and checking out my perspective and, and under, trying to understand what, what i do and what i teach and why don't forget to check out in love with super cool company great product and i have a weekly newsletter i send out every single week that's going to be sent out every monday morning i put these podcasts on there i put my radio show on there my most recent blog post you're going to want to check out i have a couple new blog posts coming out that's going to be sent on this newsletter one's going to be my three essential steps to optimal health that's going to be a good one and i have another good one too and that's going to be why the scale is the least accurate measure of progress i love that one and that was a longer one has tons of information and it even has suggestions coming from you and my facebook fans so that's going to be cool i can't wait to get rid of it send that one out get rid of it <laughs> or send it out that's it that's all i got we'll catch you on the next one